Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, it's the Reading Book. Here to tell you that today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks and two editions of Ten in a Hurry, written by Low Cole. Help support our sponsor by purchasing Ten in a Hurry in board book or picture book format at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Sourcebooks, changing lives book by book. Hi, reader. Welcome back for part two of our inner space adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to go back and listen if you haven't already. Reading Bug Adventures is written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore. The holidays are just around the corner, and global supply chains and mail service are strained, so get your ordering done early. If you love Reading Bug Adventures, please consider supporting our small business this year with a Reading Bug Box subscription. Subscriptions are perfect for any occasion, and what could be better than a box of books personalized to the unique age, interests, and reading level of the reader? Reading Bug Box brings our special small bookstore touch right to your door. Subscribe today at readingbugbox.com. Or you can shop with us anytime at thereadingbug.com, where you can choose from millions of books and gifts for children and grown-ups. Find recommendations from our staff and even select custom care packages hand-picked with love. Now, before we get started with today's adventure, let me thank a few special friends. A great big hello and thank you to our newest patrons, Ayla and Shepard from Ireland and Shelby from Missouri. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Thanks also to Resonate Recordings, who does the sound mixing and mastery for our podcast, and to all of our sponsors. Okay, reader, I think it's time to get back to our inner space adventure, don't you? Great! Are you ready? Then count with me. One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Oh, hi, reader. Welcome back. We've had an impressive inner space adventure so far, but there's still so much to do and so much to see here inside our friend Alara's body. I hope you're drawing some pictures of your adventure for me. I've never seen the inside of my own body. I'd love to know what I look like. That's right. Your crayons and paper are going to be really, really useful on this adventure. We're each the size of a single human cell. That's really, really, really small. We're floating through Alara's veins with our new physiologist friend, Hugo, on top of these squishy red blood cells on our way to visit Alara's heart. That's right. The human cardiovascular system is enormous and complex, bringing oxygen and nutrients to every part of the body. But despite how complex it is, one rule remains true. 
Every road on this heart highway leads back to the heart, and the road we're on is headed there now. Look, reader, there's an opening up ahead. It's pulsing, making the loud heartbeat sound every time, and we're heading straight for it. That's right. The heart is a muscle that is about the size of a fist. When the heart muscle relaxes, blood that has already gone through the body, like the blood cells we're riding on, flows into the right side of the heart to a space called the right atrium. We'll then pass through a valve or doorway in the heart and into... The right ventricle. I know this one. B-E-N-T-R-I-C-L-E. Ventricle. Very good, yes. Into the right ventricle of the heart where we'll pass through another door and then into the pulmonary artery on our way to Alara's lungs to pick up some more oxygen. Looks like we're about to head through that first doorway you were talking about, Hugo. Look up ahead. It's opening and closing, opening and closing as the heart beats. Yes, that doorway is called the tricuspid valve. Valves like that one keep the blood from going backwards once it has entered the heart. Hold on. Here we go. And now we're in the right ventricle, one of the heart's four chambers, along with the right and left atrium and the left ventricle. The heart is an amazing, powerful, and complex muscle, and we depend on it to work well at all times to keep us healthy. Keep up the good work, Alara's heart. Through another doorway. That's the pulmonary valve. Oh, we're now out of the heart and on our way to Alara's lungs. Our blood cells will refuel on oxygen there, then travel up to Alara's brain, the control center for the body's nervous system. Hey, Raider, look! Your blood cell has turned bright red, and so is mine. We're passing through the lungs now and collecting more oxygen. Each blood cell does this more than 1,000 times every day. Pick up oxygen, deliver it to your body, then repeat. I read that our lungs look like two balloons, one on each side of our chest. Lauren, reader, take a big breath and hold it. Do you feel how your lungs get bigger? That's right. When you breathe in, you inhale the oxygen into your lungs. Now try blowing out. Now, I bet your lungs feel smaller, right? That's because you exhaled the carbon dioxide that your red blood cells left in your lungs. They dropped off carbon dioxide there, which is poisonous for your body, and picked up oxygen, which is what powers your body. Excellent, reading bug. We breathe air in and out of our lungs every four seconds, all day and all night. From here, we're going to circle back through the heart, through the left atrium and ventricle, which is where oxygen-rich blood is pumped from the lungs to the other parts of the body. After that, we travel through the aorta, which is the largest artery in the body. It carries blood away from the heart to the rest of the body, including the brain. Imagine visiting the brain. That's right. Did you know that your brain controls your imagination reading bug, along with everything else about you? But the cardiovascular system is what makes the brain work. Yes, the cardiovascular system makes all of your body parts work. I'm learning so much. Which muscle works hardest through night and through day? Our hearts do. They pump blood through our heart highway. Our arteries carry our blood from our hearts and take it to feed each of our body parts. When they've used all the oxygen each blood cell brings to them, 
blood returns through the veins to our strong hearts again. After that, the blood visits the lungs very quickly for more oxygen so our body does not become sickly. The cardiovascular system is essential for helping our bodies to meet their potential. We travel the globe far and wide, adventure through space and time. But we never before had a chance to explore the space at our core that's inside. We'll find out how our bodies work, explore the organs we all have inside, and try to journey through inner space, seeing systems that help us to thrive. Uh, Hugo? Where are we? It looks like we've landed on an alien planet. The ground underneath us is gray and white and covered with tall ridges and deep canyons. And, uh, it's kind of squishy. We've made it to Alara's brain, Lauren. This is her control center, the central hub of her nervous system. Nervous system? I'm nervous about what might happen if you take a wrong step on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of nervous. <laughs> you see, every move that we make starts with tiny cells inside our body called neurons. These neurons pass messages to one another. To reach the next neuron, messages cross a small space called a synapse. They pass messages until they reach the spinal cord, which is a long rope of nerves that runs up your back. The spinal cord carries messages to and from the brain. Information about touch, vision, hearing, taste, and smell. The human brain is about the size of two fists stuck together, and it controls everything we do. It helps us laugh, learn, and see. It makes our arms and legs move, controls the expressions on our face, and sends information to and from all of our body parts. Try this, Lauren, reader. Try sticking your tongue out of your mouth. Great job! Do you know how you got your mouth to open and your tongue to stick out? Well, your brain sent a message to your mouth ordering it to open, and another message to your tongue telling it to stick out. And your mouth and tongue followed your brain's orders. There are two sides of the human brain, right, Hugo? I read in DK Eyewitness Human Body that the left side of the brain controls the right side of the body, and the right side of the brain controls the left side of the body. The left side also helps you read and remember and the right side helps you paint and play music. Exactly right, Bug. The right side of the brain also handles face recognition and creative abilities while the left side controls language, problem solving, and math skills. <laughs> Here, watch this. Whoa! Sorry about that, everyone. I'm not sure what happened. I just lost my balance for a second. <laughs> We're at the brain cerebellum right now. It's located near the back of our head, and it is responsible for muscle control, balance, and coordination. When I stomped my foot on her cerebellum, it caused Alara to lose her balance. <laughs> the cerebellum controls most of the body's autonomic functions. Very funny, Hugo. Autonomic. A-U-T-O-N-O-M-I-C. The body's autonomic functions are the functions that take place without you having to think about them. Things like heartbeat, blood flow, breathing, and digestion. Have you ever touched something really, really hot? What happens? That's right. Without even thinking about it, your hand pulls back away from the heat, 
That's your cerebellum at work. It sends a message to the nerves in your arm and hand to get away from the heat so you don't get hurt. The brain is made up of three major parts, the brain stem, the cerebellum, and the cerebrum. The top part of the brain is the cerebrum, and it makes up 85% of the weight of the brain. It is divided into parts called lobes, and each lobe has a right side and a left side. The parietal lobe allows you to notice touch, heat, cold, and pain, and the frontal lobe, which is located in the front of the brain, near your face, helps you plan your day, stay organized, and keep your feelings under control. There's also a temporal lobe that is located just behind and above your ears. That lobe plays an important role in hearing and memory. The last lobe is the occipital lobe. It's in the back of the skull, just above the neck. It makes sense of the things that we see. It's probably working pretty hard right now, making sense of all the strange things we're seeing in Alara's body. Lobe. I like that word. Lobe. L-O-B-E. Lauren, I lobe you. <laughs> <laughs> I lobe you too, spelling bee. Where to next, Hugo? Well, Reading Bug, we've already explored Alara's digestive system, her cardiovascular system, and now we're exploring her nervous system. I thought we might want to visit her respiratory system next. What's the respiratory system? It's what helps you breathe. Your lungs, nose, sinuses, and more. Without them, we wouldn't be able to take in the oxygen that the blood carries to power your brain and all your other body parts. And because we're already at the cerebellum, our path into Alara's respiratory system is pretty direct. Just follow me. Bye-bye, brain. It was nice getting to know you. <laughs> The brain is what controls our whole nervous system. The way that we move, think, feel, dream, look, and listen. When it sends out a signal, our whole body takes note. And it does what it's told. It's not up for a vote. When our hand catches a baseball or ties up our shoe, that's because that's the thing our brain told it to do. By passing a neuron through our nerves in our spine, our brain can control what we do all the time. And even the things that we do without thinking are under control of our central nervous system. We travel the globe far and wide, adventure through space and time. But we never before had a chance to explore the space at our core that's inside. We'll find out how our bodies work, explore the organs we all have inside. Hugo? There aren't any rooms or caves inside the human body, are there? This is Alara's sinus cavity. Cavity. C-A-V-I-T-Y. I've had a cavity before, but it was in my tooth. Are we back in Alara's mouth? No. Cavities just mean empty space, Lauren. And that's definitely what this is. Empty. That's right. Do you feel that breeze? The air that Alara breathes in moves into her lungs through the sinus cavity here. Breeze? More like a strong gust of... Whoa! Lauren, are you okay? Yes, just hard to stay standing here. 
With the wind blowing and this slippery stuff all over the ground. Yes, that's mucus. A healthy sinus cavity should be coated in it, just like Alara's is. Mucus? That means boogers, Lauren. Boogers? You mean I'm covered in... boogers? <laughs> yes, Lauren, you are, but mucus, or boogers, provide your body with very important protection from harmful bacteria and irritants. As air travels through your sinuses, the mucus and soft tissue here trap unwanted particles and help make sure the air traveling to your lungs is clean and healthy. Lauren, reader, try taking a deep breath again. Great. Remember what told your lungs to take that breath? The nervous system. Exactly. Your brain sent a message to your diaphragm, which is a large muscle underneath your lungs. When your diaphragm muscle contracts, it moves it down to make room for your lungs to expand and pull air into your lungs. Now, try letting the air out like this. Yes, exactly. Did you see how your belly pushed out a little each time you made the S sound? That's your diaphragm hard at work, controlling how air enters and, in this case, exits your lungs. Wow! Is that all the respiratory system does, Hugo? Pull in, push out, and clean the air we breathe? Is that all? Keeping us alive by bringing us oxygen that we need to survive? Is that all? No, I mean, do we need the respiratory system for anything else? We sure do, B. The respiratory system is how we're able to speak, yell, and sing. Yes, I know all about this. Air passes through your voice box, which is also called a larynx, and it makes flaps of skin vibrate when it does. If they vibrate slowly, it makes a low tone. And if they vibrate quickly, it makes a high tone. Right again. And our sinus cavities have a lot to do with how we sound, too. That's why when you have a cold and your nose and sinuses are all stuffed up, you sound different than when you're healthy and your sinuses are clear. So, let me review. Just take a deep breath and relax as I sing about why our bodies are always breathing. The breath carries life, giving oxygen in it or carbon dioxide it needs to emit. It flows through the sinuses down to the lungs, in through our nose, or in over our tongue. Then our lungs pass those oxygen molecules to our cardiovascular system, that's who. And on top of everything else it is doing, our respiratory system helps us speak, yell, and sing. We travel the globe far and wide, adventure through space and time. But we never before had a chance to explore the space at our core that's inside. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Reader, we've been on a lot of adventures together, and it's never a good sign when someone says, uh-oh. Hugo, what's wrong? What's that noise? It's our suits. Our oxygen is running low. I'm afraid we've overstayed our welcome. We're going to need to find a way out of here, and fast. Uh, Alara, 
Alara, our oxygen is low and we're going to need your help getting out. Alara? Come in, I, I couldn't quite make that out. Hugo, what's wrong? Where's Alara? I'm... I'm not sure. Nothing has changed inside her body, so I'm sure she's okay, but we seem to have lost our radio connection to her. But Hugo, we're running out of oxygen, and now we know that oxygen is essential to keeping our brains and our bodies alive. E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L. Essential. That means absolutely necessary or required. Yes. Yes, I know what it means. Oh, let me think. Why don't we go out the same way we came in, Hugo? You said yourself that the body is good at handling waste. We can't go back through the digestive system. We can't do that. We'd never make it through the intestines before our oxygen ran out. We simply don't have time. No, not the digestive system. We can get out through the respiratory system. Reader, what do the digestive system and the respiratory system have in common? That's right, the mouth. The mouth? Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right, Bug. We're not too far from the mouth. Perhaps we can get there before we run out of oxygen. Let's see. We're in the sinus cavity, and if I had to guess, this is one of the frontal sinuses just above the nose. We're going to need to climb. Climb? Yes. The frontal sinus cavity drops straight down into the nostril. And it's an enormous, sheer drop. But I brought a climbing rope with me just in case. Looks like we're going to need it. Lauren, reader, I need you to hook the top part of the rope into the soft tissue on the ground of the sinus cavity. Can you do that? We sure can, but won't that hurt Alara? Hopefully not too much. We're very, very small, remember? Okay. Reader, grab the end of Hugo's rope and let's try to hook it to Alara's sinus cavity. Make sure it's hooked in tight. It will need to hold all our weight as we climb down. Okay, reader. On the count of three, let's plunge the hook deep into the soft tissue here. Ready? One, two, three, go! Uh, you go, you go, come in. What are you doing in there? I can't hear you. Ilara, Ilara, come in. The radio is definitely broken and our oxygen levels are getting lower. We need to go, now. Grab a hold of this rope and begin climbing. Carefully. Remember, everything is slippery with mucus. It sure is. I can't hold on. I'm afraid I'm going to fall. Lauren, reader, you're doing great. Don't let go. We're entering the top of the nasal passage. Those branches sticking out of the wall are nasal hairs. You can grab onto them too to keep yourself from falling. Um. Hugo, I think we have a problem. A problem? What is it? Your rope! It's too short! Reader, we've reached the end of the rope and we're just dangling here inside Alara's nose! I was afraid of that. We could try sliding down the nasal pharynx, then climb up the bumpy surface of the tongue and out past the teeth, but no, I'm afraid there's no time. So we're going to need to take a faster route. A much, much faster route. Uh, how fast is much, much faster, Hugo? Oh, I'd say about a hundred miles per hour fast. That is fast, but how? With a sneeze. Did you say sneeze? Sure did. We're in the perfect spot for it. What happens when something like dust 
or pepper or pollen gets inside your nose and gives it a tickle. I sneeze. That's right. So we just need to tickle the inside of Alara's nose here. When that happens, the neurons in her nose will send a message that there's something there that shouldn't be. In this case, us. And that message will go to a special part of the brain called the sneeze center. The sneeze center will then send a message to all the muscles that have to work together to create a sneeze. It's the job of the sneeze center to make sure that the muscles in our belly, chest, diaphragm, vocal cords, and the back of our throat all work together to make us sneeze. I had no idea a single sneeze was so complicated. Yeah, it is. But it's another way that our bodies protect us from the things that might harm us. So we need Alara's body to want to get rid of us and quickly. Lauren, reader, when I say go, start tickling. Okay, Hugo. Okay, go. Reader, are you tickling the inside of Alara's nose? Great! Hugo, why isn't it working? Keep tickling. We're running out of time. This is our only way out. <coughs> it's working. Keep it up. <coughs> I sure hope she uses a tissue. We need a soft landing. <coughs> Everyone get ready. <coughs> we made it. Is, is everyone okay? Yep, I'm okay. Me too. That tissue really helped. Quick, into the book bag. We don't want to wait around for Alara to crumple up this tissue and throw it away. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening up her book bag. And it's getting bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us. Is everyone ready? Let's all flap our wings so we can fly back to our original sizes. Hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. We're all growing bigger again. My arms, legs, and belly are stretching out as I return to my normal size. Oh. Sorry about that, Lauren. My body is growing and I can't control it. No problem. Reader, we're growing bigger too. It really feels strange. Like my skin is stretching. It, it worked. I think we're all back to our normal sizes. It should be safe to take these helmets off then. Much better. Now, everyone out of the book bag, follow me. Hugo, Lauren, Reading Bug, Spelling Bee, Reader, you made it. I couldn't hear you on my radio and I was so worried that something terrible had happened. But look at you. You made it. Good to see you, brother. You too, sis. Ew, what's the slimy stuff you're all covered in? It's, uh, mucus. Boogers, you sneezed us out, Alara. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me, what did you find in there? In just a minute, I'm going to play some music for us to color to, Alara, and we'll color pictures of all the amazing things we saw inside your body. You can take a look at them when we're finished. I think I'll draw a picture of you standing on Alara's brain. Standing on my... And I'll draw one of us climbing down a rope from Alara's sinuses to her nose. 
You climbed a rope down my... And I'll draw a picture of the mighty sneeze that set us all free. (laughs) (laughs) Reader, I think we can all agree that today's adventure was really, really special. We traveled through the digestive system, the cardiovascular system, the nervous system, and the respiratory system, and learned how they all work together to make our bodies run to keep us healthy. And you made this adventure especially memorable because... When you're a reader, you're a leader, you're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane, build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything as you grow You'll show this world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you for joining us on this awesome inner space adventure today, reader. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to see you on our next adventure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye. reader. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Sourcebooks and their two editions of Ten in a Hurry, an interactive colors and counting book for toddlers. Oh, there goes another one and another one. Another one what, Reading Bug? Oh, hi, Lauren. I was just reading this fun counting book by Lo Cole. It's a perfect book for toddlers learning their colors and numbers, even though I'm not a toddler, of course. But you know I can't resist a good counting book. I agree, Bug. And I like this one because it's so much fun to turn the pages. They've used die cuts for dynamic page turning, and each page gets bigger as you read. Yes, yes, yes. It comes in board book and picture book formats, so little hands can easily handle the book depending on their growth and development. You can purchase Ten in a Hurry, an interactive colors and counting book for toddlers, at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Sourcebooks for their continued support. Sourcebooks, changing lives, book by book. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, Riley, Diane, and Brandon Savage. Sound mixing and mastery is by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent bookstore in California. And we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you.
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.